0: what it do back at you again um (laughs) we're already running into a little technical difficulties today um not that y'all would even notice the difference but i had already recorded the first uh 10 minutes of this episode and for some reason it didn't record or i hit the wrong button or whatever and uh yeah so having my uh having a rough day today (laughs) But uh, we're going to go ahead and jump into it. Uh, hope you're having a good day. I mean, it's uh, it's Monday for me right now. Um, Wednesday for you, they came out. So I'm uh, talking to you into the future from the past here. Uh, just got done, uh, just got back from vacation, actually. Um, so Valentine's Day, my girl was, I mean, awesome. Awesome enough to, to hook me up with... Uh, Basically a trip to Granbury, Texas, rural Texas, which you would never think there's uh, things out there to do. But uh, she got me this package to where you basically get to drive three exotic or luxury vehicles and then you uh, you kind of get trained before you go out there and then they they show you what you're going to kind of look look for as you're driving because it's not like uh it's not a normal track it's not a circle or straight one it's it's kind of like i would call it a rally track it's all turns dips i mean aggressive hills down you know declines up uh, inclines so it, it, it's pretty interesting driving and then you know you're driving balls to the wall in some of these vehicles so it's it just i mean i haven't driven a fast car in a long time you know i had a camaro growing up when my, my first car was 84 Camaro. So you know, it's, it's it's probably the last sports car had, first and last I had. So, you know, it's uh definitely getting back in my ultima. Uh it's pretty sad, pretty depressing. Uh but man, uh such a good time. Uh, so with the package, we got uh you basically get four laps per vehicle or seven laps if you want to do the upgraded package, and then you get uh they film you in the vehicle uh for like 50 bucks or whatever and then they uh they do the seven laps ahead of time showing you the track you know in a regular vehicle which wasn't nothing scary it was literally him going like 60 and just explaining what he's going to explain to me which actually helped you know it didn't waste any of my times uh my actual time driving the first vehicle because it probably would have taken a couple laps for me to even learn when the turns are coming because some of the hills you'd be in the vehicle and come up the hill and you don't know once you get over the hill if the tracks left, right, straight. So you don't know what speed to come in. You don't know if you need to be wide tight, you know, until you learn the track. So it was nice to, to be able to do that. Uh, but yeah, the first vehicle we got in, or I got to drive with the instructor was the Audi a eight, which was fucking awesome. Like if you, if you have the money to get one of those, I, I highly recommend, uh, I'm not big Audi or Beamer kind of guy, even though I've owned one before. Uh, but man, the, the control on that and the only way I can describe it compared to the other vehicles, it's it's instant power. So like you step on the gas to the floor, and as you're pushing down all the way to the floor, even if you stomp it, it's already increasing power all the way through the whole time you're stomp. Like the whole, instant. It's crazy. Like some of the other vehicles, they have so much power it has to almost rev up, which isn't long. I mean, it's half a second, a second, but it's enough to notice on these tight little spots where you don't have much room for it to rev up, where you need instant power, so the Audi is where it's at. It's uh, it's the same Audi if you ever saw. Uh, I think it's Iron Man Two. Tony Stark had it, and I think he also might have drove a version of it, uh, or the newer version of it in uh, End Game. I think it was when he decided to come help everybody, you know, with the future time travel stuff. Uh, anyways, it's a real sick car. So that was fun. You know, I was weaving in and out, you know, and you're going, I mean, I don't know, in these vehicles, you're you're trying to go anywhere from 60 to 80 through these curves, you know, maybe 40 to 80, depending on how tight the curve are. And then the straightaways, you're just launching. So, I mean, who knows? You're just launching to 100, back down to 60, up to 120, back then, you know, it's just whatever. So it, it's fucking sick uh definitely be going back again and it's only you know a couple hours from us so definitely be going back um but yeah so from there you do the four laps they take you to the garage real quick jump into the next vehicle i did the uh mustang gt500 the the shelby uh cobra or whatever or the cobra yeah um man That motherfucker as far as power sound looks like you know that's perfect vehicle but i don't recommend it for uh that kind of track it's more of a straightaway track or like longer straightaways because it it is one of those ones that revved up so it did take a second longer but man it's so awesome to drive just the power and you can like you can feel the vehicle lift because there's so much power and it was like i think they said 730 horsepower which is oh man I, yeah, it just gets me excited right now talking about it. But yeah, that one was fun. So then we went from there to, uh, um, oh, it was a hur Hurricane or a Hurricane? I keep getting it mixed up. I think it's a Hurricane. Uh, Lamborghini, bro. I've never even seen a Lamborghini like more than a couple of feet away, let alone sit in one, let alone drive the motherfucker. And they're so chill. They're just like, get in, adjust the seat, start the bitch up, let's go. So you know. It was, it, it was it was awesome man so the lambo is definitely the the, the best one i definitely recommend like i say if it's in your bracket your financial bracket i definitely recommend you you getting that that thing is it was instant power again but it was so much instant power it, fuck, it was gone and then it, it tucked and it it felt like i could hit a corner at 200 miles per hour and i had no problem turning like that's what it felt like like i had absolutely control of it like and I drove that thing like I stole it. It's crazy, but like I said, I put it all on my stream on uh, Twitch. If you don't know what that is, uh, it's my gaming platform. Once again, Stealthy Sixty Seven, check it out. Um, so yeah, so we went from there, and then I decided to. They had like a discount, like a hundred bucks or whatever, and and I I was gonna do the Porsche, but there was like eight people ahead of me, and I just wanted to kind of drive something, so I went ahead and did the Lotus. Lotus wasn't bad. Uh, not as squirrely as the Mustang. The Mustang was a little bit like driving on water, but uh, it's still fun. I mean, it, it launched. It was basically like driving the the Audi, just a little less powder power, a little less control, but still fun. It, it was like dro- driving a go kart, steroided up go kart. So it, it was fucking awesome. But that one, towards the last lap, I, I got a little squirrely in it, and ended up fishtailing and back in hit the dirt and lost it three times like left, right, left, right. And then just kept catching it, kept catching it. And then I, I don't know what I did. It was all reflexes. You just, you either know what to do or don't know what to do. And you know, saved it. So it was no big deal, but definitely got our hearts fluttering and and the kid with me is he's 18. So I can't believe they have this guy in there with some random guy that just paid to be in this crazy vehicle and like risking his life. Like it's, it's fucking insane, but still awesome. And I highly recommend anybody, uh, like I said, checking, checking these guys out, I uh, wish I knew the name a little bit better, um, exotic auto or something like that in Granbury, Texas, it's exotic with a X, no E, but yeah, check them out. Super chill. You walk in, you know, boom, 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 get to knock your shit out. Um, uh, you know, me and my brother came in there early, you know, one 30 and they, uh, I had a two appointment, he had three appointment and they, they got us in. We knocked it out, you know, boom, boom. We were, we were probably gone by three, you know, with all our driving. So, you know, I highly recommend those guys are chill. You don't have to deal with the city type stuff, with the crowd, and you know, stuck up. You know, everybody micromanaging every little thing. They were basically getting the vehicle, drive the shit out of it, and you damage something, it's you know, where's your checkbook? So, my kind of place, you know. So, yeah, I highly recommend it. But that's enough about that. I'm a. Uh, we'll go ahead and talk about something else I wanted to cover today. Uh, oh yeah, another thing we did. Um, so, yeah, awesome day led to another awesome, you know, moment. It, it just kept going. Uh We went from there to uh right down the street, fucking gun shop. I kept seeing it as we were, you know, we were looking for food before we went to the racetrack. And I saw it. I was like, got to stop. Man, that place, heaven. The prices were so cheap. I mean, I love this place. I'm definitely going to be going back for the racetrack and the gun. But, yeah, I walked in, got me a gun, got me a little pistols, you know, add to the collection. So, yeah, man. Uh wish i knew the name of that place i'd shout him out but fuck it was just a hell of a day you know you go from the racetrack and then my i'm so hype and then i walked in there and then got a fucking smith and western i've never had a smith and western i mean i got a, you know all these other brands taurus and kimber and stuff but smith and westerns you know i'm ready I'm ready to test that bad boy out but yeah it was it was a good weekend so shout out to my girl man she she killed it she she set it up and she set everything up and we had a good Airbnb. We had an awesome location. Uh, the Food around there wasn't too bad. Everything was really easy, real chill. So, you know, I highly re- recommend anybody that wants to head out there, man. Check it out. I, I will definitely, I'll be heading back. I'll definitely be heading back. So, you know, it's definitely a good time. So we're going to shift gears here. Um <laughs> Trying to think of what I wanted to talk to y'all about before I got to current events. Uh, like I said, being here by myself, it's a little tricky to kind of think of things that I just want to talk about to myself. But uh, yeah, I was actually remembering a story. Um, <laughs> uh, I probably shouldn't tell y'all, but uh, I'll go ahead and tell y'all a horror story or two. Didn't happen to me, did happen in real life. This is a true story. Absolutely true. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and shout out uh, Sword and Scale and Monstro are the two channels that I've heard a lot of this stuff. I recommend those podcasts 100 uh, percent. But, yeah, I'm just I, this <laughs> story is so messed up. I kind of just want to recap it slowly. Just to kind of get it out there because it's it's so crazy. I can't believe you know there's people out there like this. But uh, like I say, you want to hear the full story. I'm sure any murder podcast or whatever covers it. But yeah, there was a I guess in the '80s maybe uh, there was a German guy that had this weird fetish for uh, not necessarily just. Gay sex or weird gay sex or things like that. But he had a, a a fetish for abusing himself, being abused, abusing others, you know, all in a sexual fantasy type of way. Not, not like uh, hateful or anything like that, which I guess there is a difference. Um, but yeah, this guy... You know, he liked to do all these things. I'm not going to get into detail of the things he liked to do, but the the main point of the story is what he actually ended up doing, which is what he became known for. Um, He got on, I guess back then, I don't know what kind of chat room or how it was done, you know, pen pal or what, what the case might be. I'm, I'm not sure how he ended up meeting people or, or posting what he needed, maybe in the newspaper, but... Uh, yeah, he posted that he wanted, his fantasy was, I believe he was the one that posted his fantasy was to eat somebody, to eat a human being. He wanted to to eat someone alive, like taste their flesh. So he was looking for kind of like a simp or somebody, you know, a slave, sex slave type, you know, S&M type thing. Or someone he could, you know, a submissive, I guess would be the term. Um uh, Someone that just had the same kink, you know, someone that wanted to get eaten by a cannibal because that's what he he hadn't done it before. But he wanted to be that, you know, he was working to be a cannibal. (laughs) So the craziness is this guy wanted to eat somebody and he found someone that wanted to be eaten, which blows my fucking mind. So these two guys, uh, Germany, like I said, um, which is my people. I'm half German, half Puerto Rican. So it makes me cringe a little bit more that this is what's happening or happened out there. But uh... <laughs> so the guy, they meet each other at the, the carnivores or the cannibals house. Sorry. Uh, they meet at his house for sexual activity or whatnot. And uh, I think I want to say they have a brief conversation, maybe a dinner or something i can i can't remember it's been a while but uh they end up start discussing you know what they're here to do which is for the one guy to get eaten and the other guy to uh to eat him so i want to say they're in his bedroom or close to the bathroom and uh they things start getting hot and heavy you know they're getting each other excited things like that and uh The guy that likes to be eaten gets an erection. And the other guy sees it, looks at it, and they basically look at each other. And the guy that wants to be eaten is like, bite it off. Like, tells the guy, bite it off. And the guy was like, oh, hell yeah. I'm "I'm there. And he fucking goes down and attempts, and I say attempts, to bite this guy's penis off which the reason I say attempts is because it's firsthand account from some of these people, the stories. And the guy said that it was rubbery and chewy to the point of like trying to bite off a a piece of tire. I mean, it's, it wasn't an easy thing to bite off, but he managed, I believe he grabbed a knife and cut it off, (laughs) which the man, the other man that had it cut off was super aroused and excited. Uh, I believe he instantly took it, his the man's penis, the other guy, and started cooking it, cut it into a couple pieces, and started cooking it on the grill or on the stove because he wanted it cooked, I guess. Uh, I just had spaghetti, so this is ruining my leftovers. But, yeah, so he cook, while he's cooking on the grill, the other guy obviously is getting woozy, so he lays him in the tub, and the guy... You know, hot water, which sounds super painful if you've ever had a cut to go in water of any kind, let alone hot water. Like, it feels like that area is swelling, so to have your penis cut off in that area, it's, it's just, oh, it just has, oh, man, I couldn't even imagine. So that guy's dealing with that, and then the other guy's describing what's going on the carnivore, and he's trying to eat, like, this guy's dying over there, and he's trying to eat this dude's penis. So he pulls it off the stove, and he tries to eat a couple pieces. It's chewy. He manages to swallow it down. He manages to get it down, and <laughs> I guess he's happy at that point. He checks on the other guy, and I want to say the guy's dead at this point. He, he died in the tub, you know, bled out. And, you know, it's kind of vaguely the end of it. Uh, guy gets busted. Obviously, there's a paper trail of, you know, communication. And then the guy told people where he was going, post, you know, told people what he was doing. So obviously the guy went to jail. But man, insane, insane, the things out there. Uh, There's so many crazy stories I've heard like that. I mean, <laughs> I, it's just crazy. Uh, they had another one where um, they call her the soap lady. And I believe all this is from Munstro. So shout out to Munstro. Uh, it's definitely an awesome, awesome podcast. Um, but yeah, the soap lady, she was killing people for like 40 years, I think, in Italy. And I'll just give you the quick story. She was, you know, kind of like Gacy. She was having people coming into her home, feeding them or whatever, murdering them. And then she would melt them down, chop them up and melt them down into soap, basically. And then the cops showed up to her house like five, six times over these 30, 40 years. And, you know, she she was a nice old lady, you know, a nice Italian lady. She let them look around. They never found anything. Uh, She give them cookies or uh, whatever their version of. It's like a kind of like a cupcake, but it's like a cookie cupcake thing. I can't remember what it's called. But, you know, she give them those things and give them bars of soap, (laughs) which is fucked up. Uh, but yeah, come to find out, by the time she got busted, you know, and this same cop had been coming there for years, she finally got busted. Uh, you know, got sl- got sloppy with her work and got busted. They realized she's a lady that's been doing this for all these years. And then they asked her, like, you know, what have you been doing with these bodies? Where are they? Like, what happened to them? And she's like, Oh, you remember those? Talking to the cop that's been there for twenty, thirty years. Like, you remember all those cookies? You remember all the soap I gave you? He's like, yeah. He's like, well, the soap was rendered down fat from their bodies. And the cookies were them. Like, she was making human, like, meat pies. So, neither <laughs> the fucking cop <laughs> threw up instantly. Thinking of all the humans he had been eating. This lady had been feeding him. But, yeah. Uh, I think they called her the soap maker. But craziness, things out there. This kind of, That kind of stuff, like... Like I said, the human brain, I always say it. The human brain just amazes me. The things we're capable, the things we can justify to ourselves. Like, it's just... It's its unbelievable. Like, I, I can't believe some of the people out in the world are just crazy. Like, I've seen... I've seen so many fucked up things on the internet. I mean... Some of these people with the the ball stomping, all this craziness, the, the guy cutting off his penis to be eaten by this guy, like I told you, is not even crazy to me. I've seen it on the internet years ago. I mean, back when Rotten.com, I don't even know if that's still out there, you know, StickDeath.com, all that shit was big in the 90s or early 2000s, or I say early 2000s, when I was in high school. But yeah, Rotten.com, it had some fucked up shit. So, you know, I've seen a guy, you know, tie off his penis, cut it off. You know, one-time excitement. I don't understand. I've seen, you know, a guy cut off his nipples for pleasure. I've seen a guy cut his dick in half on, you know, a tattoo-type show, which is supposedly a new thing, new sexual kink. So I try not to kink shame, but, jeez, like, destroying your penis for to have two penises basically cut in half. Like, just peeing and all the stuff. I just I can't even imagine, you know, that kind of stuff. But... I mean, the worst i probably saw was like actually saw was a guy spread out his balls just the sack like nailed it with a nail and hammer into like a spider web flat thing and then put a nail through each of one of his balls like i was like guys like why what what you doing like what's the point like I don't, I don't understand like most of these things are one-time thing and you need those things like i don't understand do these people never want kids or are they just trying to pop out of, like I don't even know what kind of kid cro Magnum kid you're going to pop out with sperm that's been chopped in half and beaten and stomped on and oh, it's just crazy like people out there are crazy but <laughs> I'm sorry for telling that, those stories but geez I just I had to get those out because they're so like I'm sorry to laugh too but it's funny to me the fucked upness that people can do and it just it's it's entertainment is most of what it is. So, you know, it's just entertaining me. If you don't like it, get the fuck out. Oh yeah, another thing I want to just throw out there for reference unrelated to the <laughs> to the chopping of people's penises, but uh going back to the trip I took um to Podunk, Texas, which is now my second favorite place in the world. <laughs> um Just because it says grill or bar and grill or someone's name with grill in it doesn't mean they're grilling. Okay. We went and ate some food before the racetrack, and it was dog shit. My girl got a badass sandwich, which obviously was the best idea at this place. You know, everyone else's shit looked like shit to me. Mine was dog shit. But like I said, don't call yourself a grill if you're not grilling. If there's no grill in the back, don't put grill on the billboard, you know, because that's just misleading. I expect to smell some sizzling. I guess you can't smell a sizzle, but I expect to hear some sizzle and smell it. Smell the whatever the sizzle's doing. But, yeah, just had to throw that out there. Do not recommend going to any place that just has grill in the name because you think it's grilling. They're not fucking grilling, bro. It's a lie double check the menu first but sorry that place was a little upsetting but i had a bomb ass steak later on that night we went to three different restaurants to try to get in because it was valentine's day weekend and it was just packed and you know four different people it's a little tricky agreeing what everybody wants if they're chi- you know are we hungry now are we hungry later it's a little bit of a tricky situation but man that steak at that place it was it was good it's not gonna be as good as my steak tonight but that place slammed i have uh no idea what the damn place was called, but it slammed. So, shout out to that place. I don't remember. <laughs> I guess I can go ahead and switch over uh, back to some video games. I ain't done that in a couple episodes. Um, wow, I just started playing. Um, I don't think I covered this last time. I just started playing about a month and a half ago. Uh, Apex Legends. I uh, I had played it. So this game has been out probably three or four years. Everyone told me, play, play, play. That's all I play. That's all I play. Play Apex. So, And I'm always Call of Duty. So So I finally gave in. I was like, whatever, I'll try it. Oh, man. So basically, I played it. It came out like three or four years ago, I believe. And I played it uh, one time. I downloaded the game. I played it one round, deleted it, said, fuck this game, and never touched it again. Because the first time I played it, I had just came out of playing Fortnite, and I hated Fortnite. I mean, I still do. So coming from that, it, it was kind of hard wanting to play Apex. Apex. Because Apex visually looks like the same game. It's kind of cartoony and stuff like that. So it, it's just, like I said, I played one round. And I was like, fuck this game. So deleted it. And then, you know, years go by. People keep begging, why aren't you playing this? You need to play it. You need to play it. So about a month and a half ago, I decided I was going to try it. It, uh. And it wasn't bad. I mean, it's hard to even understand why I didn't like it the first time, because the second time I'm like so stuck now, like like I'm definitely going to be playing tonight. Um, So the cool part about Apex now, compared to how I felt before, is like they had just came out with Halo, or they have just came out with Halo uh, now currently. But I don't have an Xbox. So for me, the only way I'm going to get my fix is by playing something like that. And that's basically what Apex is. It has the rules of the game, the gameplay, the way the, the world works. The, the rules themselves are Call of Duty Warzone, basically. The The visuals look like Halo and a little bit of Fortnite. And then the uh, yeah, and then the gameplay is, ba- is is definitely Halo. You know, there's aliens, there's a- alien weapons, machines, all this different stuff. You know, laser weapons, energy weapons. So it definitely has a Halo vibe to it. So, anyways, the whole reason I'm playing now is because of that. It basically gave me my fix because I don't I don't have an Xbox. So it's pretty awesome though. I highly recommend it. It's um, uh, let's see, it's. It, I mean, one of the amazing things is it's fucking free. So, you're able to get a game that's completely free. And then the one thing that sets it apart from, uh, like, Call of Duty Warzone or whatever that's going on right now is, like, Call of Duty, you can literally come in with... A, $2000 of real money and buy the best guns, the fastest character, the darkest looking suits that way you can hide in the in the shadows, like all the best weapons. You can be the best player even if you suck just for money. It's called pay to play. But with Apex there isn't there's none of that. The game is free and the second you download the game and the first time you play around every single thing in the game is free. Every gun is already unlocked so it's an even playing field from day 1 compared to now I'm 4 years behind on this game and I'm still at the same level skill level as far as the guns go compared to everybody else so that's fucking awesome like everybody has a clean slate no matter when you start the only thing you can upgrade is just what the gun looks like which doesn't up your performance it's just it's just a visual thing so that's fucking awesome so yeah I'm definitely stuck on that now and then also on top of that I'm playing um uh, i just started like two weeks ago uh some of my other co-workers got me into this game called the dying light 2 the light is dying dying light um so i played the first one kind of the same thing uh as apex i played the first one it's the first one is the whole fucking reason i bought the playstation 4 when it came out 10 years ago which is crazy You know, I bought it for Uncharted, obviously, because I love Uncharted. It's my shit. And then uh, Rainbow Six Las Vegas was another thing also. Same reason I bought the PS3 was Rainbow Six Vegas. But mainly at that exact day, why I bought it that day was because of Dying Light. Um, And then I get the game, download it, and then the whole reason I got it was from my manager and his cousin were playing the game. And he kept telling me about it. And then by the time I get it, they decide oh, they're not playing anymore. They're playing something else. So of course that fucking sucked. But so I, I played it. It was it was cool. It's like Resident Evil. It's super scary. I mean it's it's definitely a fun game. The original Dying Light one. Uh it's a fun game to definitely scare people with. And it's super scary. I mean it'll freak you out. So I played it for a little while, but uh same thing. I I didn't play long because I Playing by myself, I was kind of sad, I didn't have the people, the whole reason I got it. So I didn't really get into it too deep, so I was kind of hesitant on the second one. Plus the gameplay is like, you're literally running from zombies, like during the day you're safe 100%, and then at night you can only hide where there's light, basically. So you're like running, unless you're already hiding somewhere that's secure till morning. Like you're running from light to light, UV light but like they're constantly like as you're running every 10 15 seconds like something scraping you like it, it lightly scratches you and you're running and it scratches your back and you're running and scratch. so it's like constantly chasing you so you're it's freaky as hell sounds screeches like just everything that's going on is so fucking freaky but i didn't play it too long cuz it's a, it's a one weapon game you literally only have a weapon in one hand and it's only a blunt weapon so like a stick A knife or whatever and then you can upgrade that to you know a piece of wood with spikes and then that turns into a metal pipe and the metal pipe gets metal spikes and then like a chainsaw and then a moving chainsaw blade and then you know you just keep upgrading so i don't know it's kind of lame by myself but i got talked into getting this dying light too a couple weeks ago and man I need to give games more chances, I guess, because same thing. I'm I'm stuck on it now. It's so fucking freaky. Like, I want to put my girl on it and have her play it, because if I could stream that on Twitch, it would be so funny, because she would be shitting her pants, because I was playing the other day, and I was freaked out. Like, I had to turn on the lights. I was streaming, like, Darkstream, had the lights all dim and everything. Like, it fucking was freaking me out. So, uh, <laughs> I definitely recommend Dying Light too. Uh, or any of the Dying Lights. Uh, the first one is just fine. It's just, I, I didn't give it a chance. Uh, a little bit like Far Cry. You know, I've been giving Far Cry a chance in a while, but I, I highly recommend it. The, the fucking game is awesome. So, yeah, that's uh, basically what I've been playing. But I also have kind of been dabbling in a little bit of. Uh... <sighs> if you've never played fucking God of War. the... I don't care who you are. It God of War is fucking sick. Like no matter guy, girl, old, young, child, a fucking grandpa it does not matter. the The game is is so fucking sick. Like especially the new one, and the, the graphics are so fucking insane. the The second to last one that came out, the the last one came out with uh, Kratos basically had a son, so you're like half the kid and half you know Kratos So that's not bad but uh the one before that was so fucking good it uh it had it was basically so the one two games before that ends with you climbing Olympus so this game is set in that kind of time period where you everyone fears and believes in the gods those gods you know Norse gods and this Kratos character is as a, as a man he's a spartan spartan soldier and his people were completely murdered he's the last of the spartans all of his race was destroyed and he took the ashes from all of them and that became his skin so his skin is pale white from the ash of his of his uh, people and then he's covered in like these red designs which kind of seals in his power or whatever and then he has these two-handed swords with on chains kind of like ghost rider so he can shoot the swords away from his body and then pull him back in so it's a badass action game uh with fighting like that so but yeah the two games ago the game ended with him climbing to the top of olympus to kill the gods and then it ends right and then like five years goes by as far as you know real years in between the two games being created the next one comes out and a oh, fuck the graphics are better already so you can tell the difference but it starts with you climbing again climbing Olympus with your fucking stabbing the sores cha 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 up the mountain and he fucking as he's getting to the top Poseidon jumps he's like I can handle this to Zeus all the gods are watching me and my my dude's climbing and Poseidon's like I got this and he jumps off of Olympus which is basically heaven but it's just at the top of the mountain you know huge mountain he jumps off and falls and lands in the ocean and then comes out as a water fucking octopus horse. So it was a big ass water arm and then all the fingers were spikes of horses. And he was riding one of those fucking horses because it's fucking Poseidon. It was so fucking sick. So I had to jump off. I'm running up and down the fucking animal, killing it. I mean, it was fucking crazy fighting Poseidon. And you had to do that with each guy. And uh, it was just fucking amazing. So. It, it, it's all dealing with that. And then, like I said, the new one is pretty sick because it's all based around, you know, father, son type thing, a son. I didn't even know I had, uh, I believe like I retired or, you know, after I killed the gods and all that stuff, I, you know, decided to hang up my swords and I guess I had a kid and, you know, we kind of live like the outdoorsy Indian type lifestyle, you know, native American type lifestyle you know live off the ground hunting fishing all that stuff so it's pretty cool uh like i said i definitely recommend it i'm gonna start streaming that shit again because uh that shit is so good i just i gotta figure out which game i'm gonna play and then uh, which one which version of the game i'm gonna play but man uh i'm definitely gonna get back into that shit that shit is fire bro oh fire how's it going everybody I just want to talk to you today about uh, swiftlifestyles.com. Swiftlifestyles.com is offering 15% off to all my customers, all my listeners, everybody out there. If you hear my voice, you're getting 15% off the entire website. Uh, Using promo code STEAL67, like you're stealing something, 67. That is the promo code to get yourself 15% off. Now, what that website is going to give you... They have drinks that will help you react, focus, and energize. They have vitamins for your brain, good for boosting. They come in pill and gummy form. They also have gear, clothing, t-shirts, I mean hoodies, whatever you need, you name it, they got it. Shakers, they'll hook you up for your protein shakes. They got three different sizes for that, so you don't always have to have a huge shake if you want something small, not too bad. Uh, The drinks are non-chalky, and they have no weird flavor residue at the end, which is amazing. I've been using them for quite a while. Uh, I'm a very intense gamer. I like to stay up all night and I need something that's going to kind of get me there. Also, when I like to go to the gym, it's a good pre-workout. You get that uh, first little drink, and you get the blue raspberry, and you're golden. Uh, But anyways, we'll go ahead and let you try out that promo code STEAL67 at swiftlifestyles.com go ahead and get you that 15% off and we'll catch you later alright so I guess we'll switch gears over to current news but, uh headlines but I guess the simple thing that's going on right now is the Olympics I mean that's basically what's going on uh, man the controversy this year is fucking insane with the Olympics I rarely watch the Olympics to begin with but the shit that's going on right now they they've had so they had the young russian girl she's 15 years old she got busted in december for doping for 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 failing a drug test for it was a heart medication but it's been known to add to stamina if you don't need it for your heart so whatever it's considered doping and not only did they uh, try to try to destroy this girl. They they suspended her temporarily, and then now what they did is they allowed her to compete, which is unlocking the floodgates for even more controversy. Because they had um, this uh, runner, if you remember, uh, during the Summer Olympics, that got banned. She was basically going to be the next hot shit, best thing, you know, to win everything. She was going to blow everybody out of the water. And she got dropped and was unallowed to compete because she failed for marijuana, which is a controversial failing to begin with. It's not, you know, it's not steroids. It's marijuana. So that's a totally different conversation on doping. But I, I just can't believe, you know, the that they let her compete now, which is crazy. It, it it's... It's cool that they're kind of, you know, it is, it's a heart medication. So it's like, you know, I, I like that they're being reasonable, but it is, it does suck because now this girl that went from being known for being going to be the best at 15 is for the rest of her life going to be known as the girl that got to compete because she, you know, cried her way in or whatever. And then now they're trying to say that it's because she's white because the the jogger was black. So now it's a race thing. And don't get me started on all that because the Olympics is having super trouble stuff with with race going on right now. But so, yeah, that one's uh, it's kind of craziness going on right now. She just competed. And I guess they won gold uh, for Russia, her team. But they (laughs) This is like at the beginning of the Olympics, they won and they still haven't got the medals because they're still figuring out if it's legal or not for her to even have competed, which is crazy. So, yeah, that was uh, I can't believe that shit's going on. And then what else they had? There was another thing I saw. Like, I just this Olympics, they should never go back to China. Like, it's so crazy. They had uh, the food. These are high, high high-level athletes. They need, like, it's like a high-end car. They need the best of the best when it comes to food and fuel. And these guys, the shit they're getting, I saw the breakfast bar, or the the bar. It's basically all cold stuff. So you're talking little square sandwiches, crackers, fruit, cheeses, you know, things like that, like a charcuterie board and some sandwiches. This is what high-level athletes are eating all day, every day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Are you... fucking kidding me well except for america that is because we brought our own shit we knew china was gonna fuck with us so america brought like 40 pounds of pasta or some crazy shit which i guess made a difference so that's been an issue like there's you know people are crying and and just destroyed because they can't even compete properly because their body's not even nourished so that's fucked up and then there was a story i read about a girl uh i think she was for Australia she fucking tested positive for covid so what they do is they quarantine you obviously you know it's no big deal and you know there's there's a village that you live in as a group of people you know as as an athletic group and then there was this next village that separated that they put all the positive covid people right which is fine so what happened to her was they put her in this village for a week the covid village and then when it was her time To go back to the normal village and go compete again because the days have gone by the five days the whole waiting period all that has gone by she's supposed to go back to her normal place so she gets in a bus no one speaks english they just tell her you know point and point and push her like this is getting here she gets in a vehicle gets led for hours gets switched like a ransom victim to another vehicle All in in Chinese, so she still doesn't know what's going on. Freaking out. This is nighttime in a country you don't know all alone. And you're female, so you're even more like in danger because these men could just overpower you. Unfortunately, it's the truth in most cases. Or just outnumbered. It doesn't matter. Even if you're a guy, you could just be outnumbered. So she got bounced from one vehicle to another in the middle of the night and then dropped in a town. A random-ass town. And was left there for like a whole nother week without any word, without any, you know, food was very limited. Like, needless to say, she lost her shit. By the time she got back, she was so scared. She thought she was kidnapped. Like, it's so fucked up. And then there was a situation with the girl that got murdered. But the news said it happened out there. But she actually got murdered in her city before she went to the Olympics. So, it's a little different. But, oh, man, what else was happening? Uh, oh the fucking uh the luge event i believe it was it was one of the downhill slopes six competitors high-end competitors that were supposed to be winning got disqualified meaning you're done that's it you came for nothing you're your your competition's no good here like it's no good they got banned for their pants being too loose because I guess it adds to the friction of the aerodynamics or some kind of egghead math. So yeah, six people banned because their pants are too baggy. Like this is the shit going on. And then I saw an article that fucking some of the people aren't even getting real medals. You're supposed to get, you know, bronze, silver, and gold medal when you place in these positions. What what they're doing now or at least some events they've seen, they've given them panda bears. So it's a little head of a panda. I don't know what material it's made out of. It looked like porcelain. And then it's like in a bed of grass, like the panda's peeking out of like some hay or something or some tall grass. It's so crazy, but that's what they were given. Go, You know, silver, bronze and gold. Here's a, here's a panda that all look alike. Like what the fuck is going on? Like, I don't understand. Like, it's so crazy. And I, and I think that that's like half the shit going on. It's just the stuff I can remember at the moment. Like, I, I can't believe the shit our country is going through. And these other countries, like, it's so fucked up. Like, these things. Like, I just, I just hope they never go back. Like, this country should not be responsible for running an Olympic ever again. And then, oh, another one. I saw footage of the fucking uh, downhill slope that they, they built this... <laughs> The picture they showed was, it was a still shot picture of a sloped, you know, track for downhill sledding or whatever the fuck it is. And then in the whole backdrop is an industrial fucking village. So they dropped one of these slopes to compete in, in the middle of like, it looks like a nuclear facility. It looks like fucking Chernobyl. You're basically skiing and snowboarding in the middle of fucking Chernobyl. Like, it's so insane. Like what is these people's problem and all the places are like that they're just little snow areas enough for the competition Then everything around it is Foxville. so i i don't know i i can't believe we're out there i can't believe we'd ever go out there again but like we definitely need to bounce and never go I, like they should not be responsible for a fucking another olympic like fuck you dude like fuck you absolutely fuck you like, i cannot believe that it's so crazy well from the olympics i guess we could go to fucked up news of the day Uh, man, I was just reading this fucked up article. It's a nice ending, but crazy, crazy story. Uh, it says here, girl found alive under staircase after going missing in 2019. It's 2022. So it says, uh, young girl missing since July, 2019 was found alive Monday. Police said in a small cold and wet room under a staircase in a house, three hours from where she went missing. Wow. Wow. That's the sad part about these things. There's so many movies, so many situations that, like, the the kid's kidnapped, stolen, abducted, taken, whatever the case may be. And she's right down the street. Like, it's so fucking heartbreaking that the whole time they've been, like, next door or even some crazy cases in the house, like, hidden from the other parent in the own house. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like. And this one's no better. I like. She's only three hours from where she went missing. It's not that far. That's a couple towns over. Like that's crazy. Uh, her name was Paisley Schultis. Was located in a home in town of Shogartees in the Hudson River Valley. After a police search, I'm among... where the fuck is Sugar Schagertes? Sha... Sorry. Intermission, y'all. Let me figure out where the fuck. Schagertes. Sha... <laughs> How do you spell that? S-U, nope, already fucking wrong, S-A-U, I'm like typing one direction and reading a totally different direction, my body's completely spent (laughs) two different ways, so I'm sure this is good podcasting, New York it looks like, okay, I've never heard of it, but it looks nice, wow, it's like vineyard country town in Ulster County, New York United States. Population 19,000 back in 2010. It is 655 there. I know so they're hour ahead. Interesting. Okay so it's in New York. Good to know. Well continuing so says she's in Saugerties in the Hudson River Valley Paisley which is the little girl was four years old when she went missing so she's seven or eight now. She's been hiding in this house since she- Oh my god, I can't believe that. Uh, Was found in good health. Uh, She's now back in custody of her legal guardian. Uh, She's back with her sister, her older sister. Uh, The people that stole her, her non-custodial parents, Kimberly Cooper, 33, and Kirk Schultes, Jr., you fucks, 32, have been charged with custodial interference and endangering the welfare of a fucking child, you ass. You should see what they fucking built. They basically so you have your staircase leading down to the basement and then at the very bottom of the staircase there's a door that opens to the basement right which is weird but that is the case in this in this one so if you were to take the stairs down to the basement open the door standing where the door opened and turn around looking back at the stairs and then take the second or third step and then cut into it and pull like if you were to roll uh flip it over towards you like lay it down that step on top of the step below it and then you could look inside it's big enough it's like a foot wide and then they expanded into it like three or four feet so that's basically where they were hiding the kid the kid was in those steps like i don't know if you ever seen people under the stairs that's what that made me think of which was a scary movie from when i was a kid yeah if you've never seen that people in the stairs that movie's a shit um, but yeah, they basically made a makeshift part of the stairs and shoved her in there because it says here the cops have been there numerous times to find this child. And they just said they hadn't seen the child since she went missing. And she's been fucking hiding in this chair and the fucking stairs. So crazy. It says when police entered the home, the homeowner cooked Schultz, You fuck father. His father also lived there. Denied seeing the girl since she went missing in 2019. Fucking pedophile. A little over an hour into the search, the police noticed the basement staircase was strangely built. Why the fuck did you not notice the first time? Shined a light, through it, and the light went through the cracks, which is weird. And when they removed the board, they found the child in the makeshift room. Y'all should see this. Like, it's so fun. And there's a panda bear pillow, like, and it's dirty. It's, oh, it's just all it is is blankets, dirt, and a panda bear pillow. It's so sad and it said that the room was small, cold and wet. Like fuck you guys, dude. I should shove them in there for a couple years. So fucked up. So the father, Kirk Schultz Sr., 57, was also charged with first degree custodial interference and in endangering the welfare of a child. You fuck. That's what he gets. So both father and son were arraigned and released on their own recognizance with order to stay away from the child obviously. Uh the son had an outstanding warrant, so he's actually still... or no, I'm sorry. The girl, the wife or whatever, still had an outstanding warrant, so she didn't get to leave. She's still in jail. Uh, so, yeah, the house where they lived had been searched many times over the years, the owner always denying the knowledge of the location of the child, that father, 55, would tell the police he hasn't seen the girl since 2019, and that Cooper had fled to Pennsylvania with the girl. So the woman that lived there had fled like how stupid are these like I don't want to blame the cops, but is she not there like what the fuck? Uh, yeah, police now believe that she had been hidden in the staircase each time the home was previously served. But yeah, I guess it's still ongoing. Yeah, so fucked up. I couldn't like I wish I could take a poll on this like what do we do with these people? Like pedophiles, molesters, things like that. And I know we're not supposed to kink shame, but we're kink shaming. That's not a kinky fuck. That's a disgusting fucking gross shit. So we're shaming. And what should we do with these fucks? I mean, I have a many anything. I mean, I talked about cutting penises off earlier. We can talk about this. There's so many things I would love to do to these people, but beyond throwing them under the jail. And that's the only glory that happens. Is when they get put in general pop. They get theirs. They either get what they got. Back to them. Which is. What they need. It's what they fucking get. Or they get killed. Or the very lucky ones. Get protected by the jail. And put in their own fucking pedophile area. With the fucking. Max security murderers. Like. These people should. Have the same thing done to them. And then killed at the end. Learn your lesson and then die. My opinion. I, I I believe 100% in capital punishment for pedophiles. There's no, no, no. Uh-uh. Not going to happen. Like, throw them under the jail. Fuck you guys. All right, well, on that note, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. That fucking story aggravated me a little bit, so I'm going to cut this short. Um, check me out. I'm going to be on uh, Twitch all the time, like I said. Stealthy67. Instagram is Koenig67. That is K-O-N-I-G. We will see you there. I'll be back next week. Uh, appreciate everybody for being here, supporting the channel. Uh, like I said, I don't expect you to listen. Just give a follow. If You made it this far. I appreciate you making this far. But uh, we will see you next week. We'll probably be doing... Um, I keep teasing Bohemian Grove, so I might go ahead and knock that out. But there's just so much information. I, I could do three episodes on Bohemian Grove, so... We'll see how that goes. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get back to you next week. We'll do it again. you have a good one. Peace.